Hello, this is Jim and this is Baby Boomer Tales. Thank you for being with me today. I always like it when you join me. Go back a little bit, walking down memory lane, kicking some rocks, looking at the clouds, wondering what's going to become of us. Today's episode is titled, Dotting the Eye. I never really liked contests. My hometown, the fire department, every fall would have a turkey bingo night. They all gather in the firehouse, they'd pull the fire trucks out. Hundreds and hundreds of people would sit there and play bingo, and if you won, you'd win a turkey, just in time for the Thanksgiving season. And I seemed to never win a turkey, ever. I never won a turkey. The first fall after we were married, my wife and I went and played turkey bingo, and she sat down about the second game, she won a turkey. I remember thinking that that was real cool. There were three of them that yelled bingo all at the same time. So they all had to go up front and did a little thing where they chose whose hand had what. And if you chose the hand with a higher number on it, you would win. And all of a sudden, she jumped up and down a couple times. And I knew right there from back sitting at my table at my chair that my darling won. So she got us a turkey, no problem. I never liked anything for chance. My dad had a slot machine when I was growing up. It was his piggy bank, and we were welcome to put our dimes in there. But I always lost my dimes, and I soon realized that I would just throw my dimes away. I may as well, for a dime, I could buy two packs of baseball cards. So I started doing that instead. I'll take my chances with the dentist from chewing that old stale gum than trying to win on a slot machine. There'd be contests around the Kiwanis Club and buy a ticket for a buck to win a snowmobile or something. I'd put 10 bucks in, not win a thing, ever. Later in life, when I got older, I played the lottery for a while. I had this great plan. If I played the same numbers every week, every week, every week, I would eventually win. Those numbers would surely all come up all at the same time someday. I played that for years until I got smart and quit playing them. I would have played shorter, but I had this little superstition. Now, I'm not really superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. And I thought that if I quit playing those same numbers every week, sure as the dickens, those numbers would come up. And so I I was in lottery prison. I had to play them. I had to play them. And I had to play them. Finally, I got smart and quit playing. Saved my buck a week. You know, if you put a buck into a nice little mutual fund, over time you're way ahead anyway. So I never was very lucky with any kind of games of chance. If I'd go play poker with the boys, I would take 20 bucks just to lose. Never, ever dreamed I'd win. Now, I'd win once in a great while, but I'd always go home without 20 bucks. When I was a teenager growing up, there were two radio stations that I could get that I listened to up there in that small Colorado mountain town. One of them I spoke about a couple months ago, KOMA out of Oklahoma City. You could hear that station at night, but during the day, there was a top 40 station called KIMN out of Denver 
and it was the dominant top 40 station out of the Denver area back in the late 50s when it came about until the late 80s when it changed everything, sold and eventually just became a FM station. But I'd listen to that KIMN during the day all the time. My dad liked KOA, which was a news station and I always thought an old people's station. And he did not like KIMN at all. So I'd listen to it in my car or whatever. A few years after I graduated from high school, I was in Denver and I had a job. And I met this guy named John when I worked at the golf course by my home a year or two before. And so I lived in Denver and he had moved back to Denver where his hometown was. And so we palled around some and he was okay, but there was one thing I could never get used to about him. And that was he was of Greek heritage. Now imagine with me, if you will, if you ever saw the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. How this guy that was not Greek fell in love with a Greek girl and married her and was assimilated into the Greek culture of her family. That's a great movie. Well, my friend John was kind of like that, the Greek family. He is a great guy, and we got along fine. The only thing I never liked about him is he always wanted to take things apart and could never put them back together. Have a transistor radio? No problem. John would take that sucker apart and then give you a plate full of parts and say, well, I don't know about putting this back together. I would get mad at him. You couldn't leave him alone with any of your stuff. Or you'd have, instead of one record player, you'd have 47 different pieces that used to be your record player. So anyway, one day, listening to KIMN radio, driving around, they started a contest. They said, come by the studios and pick up your I Heart Kim button. I Heart Kim, it was like a political button, you know, you wear on your lapel of your shirt or something. And the contest was, who can put that I Heart Kim button in the most unique place? Okay, so I immediately came up with a place. I've spoken about me and my plans, and here comes another plan. It was a good plan, and I shared it with John. He was going to be my partner to get this thing done. We were going to put it on top of the K-I-M-N sign on top of the Kim building. It's a great big neon sign, great big. The letters must have been 12 foot tall or bigger, and it was sitting on top of their building, And so, okay, how are we going to do this? And we set our plan in motion. First, we've got to do it in the dark of night. They'll see us if we try to do it during the day. Okay, so how are we going to get up on the roof? So we drove over to the Kim building, and we got out, acted like we knew what we were doing, kind of walked around the building, and saw that there was indeed some sort of ladder if you jumped up you could grab a hold of it and shimmy up to the top of the buildings okay we can get up there like that now what happens once we're up there how are we going to get to the top of the sign well we brought ropes and all that with us we had rejected the idea of carrying a ladder with us so the night of the big plan was upon us 
John came up with some coal oil or something and rubbed our faces black. We wore black stocking caps, black turtlenecks, and I believe I had on blue jeans, black tennis shoes. And we went to the Kim building and we parked about a half a block away and we went to the building. We jumped up and got that ladder and shimmied up the ladder. Now we're on top of the roof. You could see cars go by on the road below. Be quiet. We don't want anybody to hear us up here. And somehow I crawled up on John's back, hanging on to that sign, got to the sign and shimmied myself up to the top of the eye and stuck that button right down on top of that eye. You know, those buttons were a circle piece of metal with the little I love K-I-M-N on it. Then there was some kind of a wire with a sharp pin that could go through your clothing and not tear it up. And I took that sharp pin and stuck it right on top of the eye. And we dotted the eye on Kim. Got down off the sign. Got down off the building. Took off. Got in our car laughing and telling each other how smart we were and how cagey we were and how we were just like some ninjas or something. Well, we drove back to my place and washed our faces and John went home. Next day, we filled out our contest questionnaire and mailed it in. Well, the day of the contest where they revealed the winners, there's a first, second, and third place. First place, it was a pretty good prize, I think, they sent you to probably Colorado Springs for the weekend or something, something like that. And there was a second and a third place prize also. And they named the third place. And these people had put it on a shopping cart or something. Well, how lame. Yeah, how lame. Oh, we got this one. We've got this one in the bag. Second place came. And this lady had pinned her K-I-M-N I love Kim Button to her dog's collar and took him for a walk. And what? There is no competition here. There's no competition. We were in, man. We were in like nobody's business. Nobody was as smart as us. Nobody could have thought of this but us. Now first place came and... Drum roll. The first place is so-and-so and so-and-so that put that Kim button on their parachute and jumped out of an airplane. And they had the picture of it and everything. And what? Hold on. Hold on. What about us? What about us? I couldn't believe it. We didn't even get second or third place. What is going on here? So we were downtrodden, licking our wounds, whining about the injustice of the whole contest. John's sister came around and we told her what a jip that was, that we didn't even get third place and how smart we were to put that button right on top of the eye in their building. And so she explained to us how we could have probably got arrested and they didn't want that kind of publicity of people climbing up on their building. 
And what were we thinking? Don't tell anybody this. You'll be the laughingstock. Okay, well, there we are. Another one of my great plans up in smoke. I really thought it was a good one. I really did. No matter what your plans in life, if they work out or not, don't be too discouraged if they don't work out. Just study it out and see what you could have done better. And don't be afraid to try it again. And if they work out, especially the first time, and you think to yourself, I'm a genius in my own mind, well, that's probably the only place that you are a genius, is right between your ears. Don't get so full of yourself that it becomes detrimental to the way you really are. Stay humble, work hard, give everybody else the credit whenever it's possible. It'll be a good life for you if you do. You can access our website at babyboomertales.com. There are links where you can access our podcast, including Apple Podcasts and our YouTube channel. Many more also. And there's a support our podcast link where if you click that, it will explain to you how you can help keep our podcast commercial free for as little as $1 a month. It's been very nice being with you today. Never try crawling up on somebody's building without permission. I probably should go over there and ask for forgiveness, but KIMN 9.50 AM is long gone. They do have KIMN FM, but it's probably not even in the same building anymore. Wherever you go, whatever you do, do your very best to be kind. It'll come back at you in so many good ways. I'll be back next Wednesday. I'm so glad I didn't fall off that sign. <laughs>